0: 20s from 21 oh, the realizations come in rolling fast and heavy and they were rolling in fast and heavy so there were a lot of personal projections from my side um and yeah obviously i'm grown now Um, my views have absolutely changed i thought that loving other people and getting them to love me meant doing things that would make them happy and showing up in ways that would make them want to stay already red flag you can't make anyone do anything that they don't want to do sometimes we'll create an idea or a version of a person in our heads or we'll see the potential that they have and think that oh i can wait for him to morph into this or i can wait for her to morph into this Sometimes that's not how it it is going to end up being and you run the risk of wanting to or ending up playing God because you think that you can train a person, change a person, um, what make a person do certain things. Be fine with the fact that you're going to maybe have to wait a little bit longer to find people that you match up with, like to find friends that you are equally yoked with, to find a partner that you are equally yoked with. Hi, community! Welcome or welcome back to A Cupful. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. We're in the month of love. And although I absolutely believe that every day should be dedicated to being loving, showing love, and doing things out of love, February has been termed as the month of love. And this year I was like, why not do a little series? Why not be on theme? So we're going to spend the next four weeks talking about different things um, that have got to do with love, showing up in love, acting from a place of love. Yeah, so um, get ready for that. That's what um, I've decided that I want to do this year. And to kickstart the month, we're going to be talking about the love you know. You know you deserve. This one is for everyone, really. Whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're looking, whether you're not, whether you want to apply this to friendship, or you are wanting to apply it to romantic relationship, or both, then that works as well. Also, we know I'm not an expert. We know that what I do around here is I share my own experience and thoughts on certain things. Um. So obviously, listen to everything with a pinch of salt. If it applies to you, then it does, and if it doesn't, then it doesn't. But these are also solely, solely my own opinions, my own thoughts. Um. And yeah, all I'm doing here really is sharing them. So yeah, I love love. I love love. Okay, I'm a lover girl. To my core, I love romantic love. I love the love I share with God. And I love platonic love. Um, I absolutely, I just love it. I love that I can connect with the people that I care about, my friends, my family, in a special way, in that way. And I'm able to say to them, I love you. And I'm able to show them that I love them. You know, lovers is very much a doing word where you are showing and expressing it and God really did a thing when he created love and all of its components everything that it's made up of. I strongly believe it exists to make the world a much better place because when things are done from a place of love then people are more likely to thrive. Have you seen what a loved person looks like? Like, you know, when you are feeling loved, right? Whether it's by your friend or your mom or your dad or your sister or your cousin or a romantic partner or when you're experiencing something, even if it's like with a stranger and you can tell that they're doing it from a place of love because some people are just like that. Like They carry love everywhere they go and they aren't shy to share it you can feel that someone is helping you put your groceries in your car from a place of love and care you can tell that somebody's like genuinely like they genuinely have a heart full of love when they are doing whatever it is that they are doing so yeah it really does make things a lot better Um, peace is rooted in love patience is rooted in love kindness is rooted in love intention is rooted in love commitment is rooted in love oh healthy love is one of the cornerstones of a healthy and thriving society man and i wish human beings would realize this i think we know it we do but in the times that we're living in now anyways in the times that we're living in now it's very very self-absorbed kind of um society that we live in where people are just like it's always about them and they want to get ahead um, at any cost and people have lost like humility and the ability to care for people um, and do things from a place of love even when they're not going to get anything in return you know what I mean so things have also become like super transactional I don't know if it's social media that's making things worse or if it's just like I don't know the times I'm not sure what it is but yeah it just it's just like very transactional and I've seen quite a lot and I've experienced it as well so yeah um I just hope that more people will find value in doing things from a place of love will find value in being loving you know what i mean and what else is the truth is that we all deserve love healthy love kind love we all need love to thrive to grow to heal everyone needs to be loved love is like medicine and when practiced in the right ways in healthy ways it's a recipe for success peace and so much happiness for a really 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 long time I would deny the love I knew I deserved the love I knew I wanted from myself from other people and I was like okay with settling for whatever you know um I would just yeah I'd I'd be okay with with receiving even what I could feel was not enough for me even what i could feel was not what i hoped for or what i desired you know what i mean and i guess we we kind of call it bare minimum yeah that's what that's what we refer to it as when you are giving yourself bare minimum love and you are being okay with receiving bare minimum love um it puts you in 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 such a strange place as well like I was just, um, I don't know, I, I just ended up believing that what I was giving myself was fine, but I was settling even with myself, you know, and we're always talking about not settling when it comes to other people, and and seeking out the love that we know we deserve and waiting on it, but I was even settling when it came to the kind of love I gave to myself, I was giving myself crumbs. Which is why it was a lot easier for me to be okay with receiving crumbs as well. And yeah, I I also know that I was, because I was a big people pleaser at the time, um, I thought that loving other people and getting them to love me meant doing things that would make them happy and showing up in ways that would make them want to stay already red flag you can't make anyone do anything that they don't want to do and if that's the kind of mindset that you end up adopting Mm -hmm. then it's just never going to end well for you and you're going to keep breaking your own heart because you are doing things not from a place of actual genuine love but because you are wanting people to see you in a certain light and because you think that if you show up in that way then they will kind of feel obliged um to be in your life so yeah I was loving but from a place of people pleasing um and wanting to be palatable and tolerant and 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 It also had me in very unhealthy situations, again, with myself and with other people. You know, until I realized that everything in life, well, most things have a root and that there was a root that I needed to get to because there was clearly a problem here. I was constantly breaking my own heart, working at being lovable and acceptable to others. And yeah, there was clearly something off and I needed to see what was what there. When I started going to therapy and when I started reading the self-help books and listening to the self-improvement podcasts, you know, and openly having conversations with people in my life that I could trust and just like getting vulnerable about things and getting very honest about things, I realized what the problem actually was. Like I I was able to sit down and dissect realize the problem and then dissect it firstly the one big thing or one of the big things was I did not grow up seeing healthy representations of love for real and that was really showing in how I was showing up and behaving in my adulthood I saw people pleasing and became accustomed to it and that became my idea of love um yeah and that's kind of what I was giving to myself and that's what I was allowing for other people to give to me. And that's what I was giving to other people as well. Um, just the people pleasing and, and, and willing to do whatever it took to be loved and heard and seen, you know? And another thing that I realized was with people pleasing, well, this is like major facts with people pleasing. And when I used to do it a lot, I would always think that if I love someone or if they love me back, then we're not going to necessarily get into arguments. Like, it's good if we don't fight. So, for me, love and conflict were never linked. Like, they could never be in the same room. In fact, I just didn't think that it was it was healthy to get into disagreements and get into arguments. You know, conflict was bad and love was good. Um, Love was you know not conflict so love was me being okay with what the other person liked and never disputing it if I could feel or smell even an argument brewing I would hurry to cut it short by saying it's okay we can do that if we want to I'm okay with whatever you're okay with you know just just to make sure that we're fine and if it wasn't like that then it would be like a, a big explosive fight and in a big explosive fight, I'm probably going to end up crying or I'm going to end up withdrawing. So, yeah, I didn't even know how to handle conflict. Because, you know, in, in a conflict um, situation, in a situation where you are uh you have opposite feelings or you have opposite opinions. Of course, it's going to get heated. But there is also a way to control things in that environment. And when I say control, I'm not saying minimize it or dismiss it. But I am saying you can say to yourself or say to the other person when you can see that this, isn't, this is just not happening in that moment. And you can't fight well um, or you can't argue well. There is an option of saying with care and with tact, listen, I understand that this does not sit well with you. I have my own views, or you can just keep it at I understand that this does not sit well with you. And I can also see that we are both like very, very passionate right now and our feelings are heightened. So, can we please just reserve, put this on reserve and talk about this later? And obviously, it does matter that the other person has a certain level of emotional intelligence and maturity for them to be able to receive that well because the thing is it's one thing to say a thing but it's another thing for the other person to be able to comprehend it you know what I mean so yeah but conflict is a good thing it really is And it is important in any relationship, whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship. We should have room as two people in that relationship to be able to express ourselves and to be able to handle each other with care. And if we don't handle each other with care, come back to each other after, you know, the feelings are not as heightened and apologize and say, I'm sorry for the way I spoke to you. So, yeah, I really... I, I did not have a healthy representation of what healthy love is growing up. And that did def- definitely contributed. Secondly, when you realize that you don't actually know a healthy representation of something, you get angry. And that anger is often directed at someone specific internally. But externally, totally misdirected. That was my experience anyways. And that was when... I was in my earlier 20s and that raging feminism wave period was happening um I was like fresh in university it was my second year somewhere there and I used to just obviously the movement I'm gonna say it was convenient that it it was a time when the movement was picking up um where I was able to sort of release and where projecting would have not come across as projecting. And also just a disclaimer, um, just a very important disclaimer. Of course, I, at the time when I was part of activism and when I was part of the movement, um, I was 100% totally passionate about the things that we were dressing and the things that we were speaking out against so as much as to be very honest I don't, I don't want to lie here as much as there were moments where I was projecting from a place of deep hurt I wanted to be a part of something where um, I was adding to and Representing women who didn't necessarily have the opportunity to speak on the things that they were going through, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but because I'm wanting to keep it very honest, I was in a very bad place, and that whole thing about men being trash and useless and awful, and that they don't serve any purpose in women's lives, and that women can do it all, and they don't actually need men that was. 100% coming from a place of projecting um and being very hurt like I said and yeah I was very young and I did and said a lot of very immature things and I really do regret a lot of the things I said especially about men because a lot of it came from a very personal place I was very disappointed and heartbroken at my own father And at the time, I can look back now and say that's where that was coming from for me, you know, just the disappointment that I felt towards him and anger that ended up building up over a number of years. And when that period came along and I started to realize things, because university, 20s from 21, the realizations come in, rolling fast and heavy, and they were rolling in fast and heavy, so... There were a lot of personal projections from my side um and yeah, obviously I'm grown now um my views have absolutely changed. the reason why God created men and he created women was for for society to grow and thrive, you know and We need each other for society to grow and to thrive. Not just from a romantic perspective, but from a platonic perspective as well. We coexist in spaces as brothers and sisters, as cousins, as friends, as colleagues. So it's not healthy for men and women to be pit up against each other. You know what I mean? And yeah, sure, there are men that very much are not good people just like there are women who are not good people and there are men who are absolutely lovely out there and I cannot put them in the same category so when I say all men are like this I'm just putting everyone in the same category and I'm disregarding that not all men are like that so yeah at the time it was becoming very apparent that the kind of love I knew wasn't really love. If anything, it was incredibly unhealthy and all of the men, all of the men, whenever I'd say all men, became a representation of my father. My anger was misrepresented for sure and misdirected for sure and I just felt so small and so frustrated all the time that the first man in my life quite literally broke my heart repeatedly over a period of many many years so yeah like you know I will always encourage women especially women that are able to speak and say like all men are bad people and I hate all men and they're all terrible to just sit down with themselves and ask themselves like where this actually is coming from um Because the word all refers to every single person. And you don't know every single man. You see? So you can't say all. We do have to be careful when we speak. We do have to think. So yeah. Perhaps you're talking about one man. Perhaps you're talking about multiple men who you trusted and who let you down. And now you're just so angry and you're so upset. Right? So yeah. Yeah there's one thing that I love and that's why I always encourage other women to do it I love that working on myself has helped me work on all of that anger and realize that not all men are awful people neither are all men out to get me and break my heart um like I said men need women women need men we need it we need it we need that connection we need that healthy connection um And that, of course, there are bad men out there. But, yeah, like I said, there are bad men out there. But there are also amazing men out there. There are also lovely men out there. Hard-working, genuine, honest, caring, kind, well-intentioned, value-driven, integrity-driven men. And I just, I will never, ever again put them in the same category as men that are not good and that are not like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah another realization that happened for me was that this was like my very own personal experience right and I'm just putting out such bad vibes for myself if I keep looking at all of the men in the world in the same way I really am I'm probably missing out on opportunities to have friendship with men if that's something that's meant to happen for me or to have a good working relationship with a man that I meet in the workspace you know or to have a good interaction a good moment like a genuinely good human moment with a man that is a stranger simply because of my attitude I'm not dismissing that men a large proportion of them um have done some really really scary things and have invaded women's spaces and been violent and have violated women and I'm not dismissing that right I'm not dismissing the statistics South Africa has got a serious gender-based violence issue I am not dismissing those statistics but I also would be so unfair and I would be so wrong to just say all of the men are like that right and and yeah so yeah I I've eventually or I eventually when I began to work on myself I realized that the real truth all along was the hurt I felt about my own situation which was was clouding my judgment and that I ended up using unhealthy mechanisms to cope for example trashing men that was a coping mechanism Um, And it wasn't going to end well. In the long run, it wasn't. I want a husband. I want kids. And I want my family to thrive. And I want to have generally healthy relationships with men that are going to come into my life in their capacity as my colleague. Or a friend. Or even a man that is going to be in my life through my partner right like if it's his friend i want to be able to not be sitting across from a person and be cultivating these awful thoughts or saying awful things to them um throwing jabs at them like that's not healthy and we do cultivate that through our thoughts and what is sitting in your heart will come out of your mouth and you're going to end up saying it and it will also show up in your actions so yeah I, I just, I don't want to put myself in a situation like that where I am okay with not having healthy interactions with male people. Male people that are great people, that are genuine, that are lovely people to be around. So yeah, getting to the root of my issue was the first step to getting out of the jail I was in mentally. And actively making a decision to work on redefining what a good and healthy love looks like to me. And realizing that, or realizing or divorcing the harmful love that was more people pleasing than it was love. You know, just because that is what you have always known. Just because the unhealthy love is something that you've always known. It doesn't mean you cannot remove yourself from it. You deserve so much better. And chances are there is a little voice that keeps telling you that. That keeps saying to you, no, you need to move from here. You can't stay in this place forever. You look around you and you can see that there are healthy representations of love. Perhaps your friend is in a healthy and very, very loving romantic relationship. Marriage, you know what I mean? Or you can see that there is a healthy relationship between maybe someone who has had this male friend from childhood, like since they were little babies, and that friendship is still going strong. And you are watching that, and you're like, I can actually see, I can see that there are healthy representations of love that that exists. And now I'm wanting to get there. So, yeah. Another thing that I actually think is such a good idea um, is to surround yourself with healthy love. It's to engage in series, documentaries, whatever that, that reinforces healthy love. That's one thing that has helped me for real. Um, it's the same as I was reading a book called Attached and it was talking about if you are anxiously attached, if you are anxiously attached, it's always going to be better to be with someone who is secure, because they are like, they're more rooted, and they are a lot, they're not anxious, and they are, they are a lot more stable in their approach to many things, they aren't overthinkers, they aren't insecure, they aren't People that worry themselves into a downward spiral they are emotionally stable emotionally mature and so the best way to get out of this anxious attachment is to surround yourself with security um secure friendship secure romantic relationship so surround yourself with healthy love actively look to be in relationship with people that know how to love and know how to love well right so yeah whatever you are consuming don't like don't consume toxic stuff don't consume things that are going to reinforce this lack of love that you have or this unhealthy representation of love that you have always known so yeah um it's very possible to get out of the same cycle and it's very possible to say to yourself and then see it through that you are not going to engage in things that are not going to reinforce what you are trying to bring into your life and we can learn we can learn to love better we can learn to let go of toxic very unhealthy cycles but you have to be committed to it you really, really have to be committed to it. Um, a healthy relationship is not where you are the only one doing everything, where you aren't fighting with the person. It, even in a friendship, romantic relationship, friendship, these are two-way streets both. You can't always be the only one that is initiating stuff or that is checking in or that is showing up, or that is expressive and vulnerable, it just won't work. And I speak from experience. It will not work. And that's why I'm saying, and it's something that I absolutely believe in, in order for us to get to certain places, for example, healthy love, enjoying a healthy love with ourselves as well and then with other people we need to surround ourselves with people who are already actively engaging in that or who are just as intentional as we are about getting into that so if you find someone that if for example you are in a place where you're really working on on reinforcing love and you're wanting to practice it and, and 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 redefine what love looks like for you and just embracing a more healthier love surround yourself with someone who is on the very same path you can encourage each other and you can you know work with each other and grow with one another that's lovely or otherwise choose to actively be with be around people that know what that kind of love is that carry that with themselves everywhere they go and in everything that they do right so yeah, it should never just be you doing the things in any kind of relationship, the only one buying the gifts, paying for stuff, um, trying to make the relationship work. That's not what what healthy love is. It's giving and taking both ways. In a romantic relationship, it's not being your man's mother and it's not your man being your father, okay? It's showing up properly daily. It's being committed and staying committed to your words, to see through even on the super hard days because you're going to have those. It's tending to your partner's love languages and them to yours, like paying attention to each other. It's also not, oh my word, it's not taking social media and using those standards in your relationship because that's something that happens a lot lately. On TikTok, on Instagram, really, social media should should not be something that you center your relationship around or build the foundations of your your relationship on. When you get into a relationship with that man, you know what he can and cannot afford. Yes, of course, men are providers. It is their nature. It is just built into them. But if you are with a student and you are a student, or you have decided that you're going to be with a student, then just know that there are going to be disadvantages. He's not going to turn into a millionaire overnight. He's not. So just don't go on TikTok and be like, oh, you never buy me this. You hate me. You knew when you were getting into that relationship with that person what they could and couldn't afford. And if you guys spoke openly about it during the phase where you were dating and he was courting you, then, you know, he would have told you. Hopefully he didn't lie and he would have been honest with you and said, I can do this. I can't do this. This is, this is how far I can go. And this is where I just do not have the capacity to go. So yeah. Okay. Like just stop using social media as a measure for how strong your relationship is or centering your relationship around social media. That's dangerous. That is not safe. You know? It's not safe. Um, well, I look back and I just want to give Tahito back then a long tight hug. Because that poor girl was putting herself through the utmost. I really was. And it was just because of the steep lack I had inside of me. You know, um, the beliefs that I held on to for way too long. And the unhealthy love that I mimicked for years on end. I was stuck so bad in a cycle of... Reinforcing love that wasn't good for me, that wasn't healthy, reinforcing love that like because I grew up with it, um that's what I understood, then I was just gonna keep carrying it and and seeing it through. I remember <laughs> my English teacher in high school she said she shared a story and she's like there was this. Tradition that this family had where they would make like leg of lamb. I don't know if it was every Sunday or every specific holiday. But yeah, they would make leg of lamb and the mother would cut it in half. Um, and then one day out of curiosity, her son asked her, She's like, why do you cut this? He's like, why do you cut this leg of lamb? in half when there's space in the tray and she's like it's because my mom always used to do it but later on she realized that her mom used to cut the leg of lamb because it it wouldn't fit like the whole thing wouldn't fit in a certain position in that tray and yeah sometimes we just hold on to things just like that lady held on to cutting the leg of lamb in half because it's always just been like that so yeah some things don't need to stay the same some things definitely need to change and unhealthy cycles toxic cycles definitely need to change they 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 shouldn't stay that way some things are meant to be released and we need to work on the new and and open new chapters and start new traditions create new legacies i am so happy i thank the lord That this grown version of me, this healing version of me, this deeply favoured and loved and blessed version of me knows better. Firstly, the kind of love that God shows to me has turned my life around. There is no way anyone could even ever make me believe that I deserve less than what God gives to me. The kind of love I'm now able to show to myself is showing me that I'm absolutely worth it and that if someone else wants to come into my life and have the privilege of saying they love me, then it's got to show. And not saying I love you to get something from me or because I do stuff for them. Saying I love you within the space of a healthy and well-functioning relationship with a strong foundation and sturdy walls. I'm talking about healthy, healthy, like... That is the business I'm standing on. Until I breathe my last breath. I'm standing on business. So if you're trying to step into my life. You better be sure. That's what I keep saying to myself. Like, I've worked too hard to go back to who I was. And how I used to think. And what I used to allow. Um, I'm, like, I'm happy that I can see myself. I can look in the mirror. And I can see somebody who is worthy of. The love that she knows that she deserves. It's. Having standards. Everyone should have standards. You know, it, it, you should keep the standards. Have have standards. Have standards in friendship. Have standards in romantic relationship. Have standards when it comes to yourself. Just cultivate the standards within yourself first. Tell yourself that there are certain things that you just will not be okay with. You will not even... You won't think twice about engaging in yeah it it just got to start somewhere and that somewhere is going to be inside with you you know there's something that i realized um that is totally okay when when we're talking about standards you're allowed to expect a man to pay for the date you are allowed to expect a man to not ask you for money you are allowed to expect a man to not expect you to do wifely duties when you are still a girlfriend that he have integrity and high values and principles and respect that he have morals that he respect your marriages that he respect your wishes to not have sex before marriage that he not string you along it's okay if you don't want the ship, because what is that what is that in 2024 no my sisters am i judging you sure i am Stop getting into situationships. I really hope you are not getting into situationships. Really, um, some things should have never existed in the first place. What is a situation situationship? What is a sneaky link? Mm. Anyways, anywho, anywho, um, you're allowed to have these expectations, just like men are allowed to have those expectations of women. You know, one hundred percent. But for women, like. That means that you're also going to have to, you're going to have to match up to him. You want a man with traditional values, be a woman with traditional values. You want a manly man, you're going to have to submit. You can't be all, oh, yes, one-sided about it. I want all of these things. He must give me all of these things. And then you don't come and match up to him. That's really not how it works. We must all have standards and we will have encounters as human beings I don't know how many encounters I've had, especially ever since like going to this place where I'm okay with, or more like I'm, I'm embracing a different kind of what love looks like, like healthy, healthy love, um, and not people pleasing love and not as long as I'm with someone type of love, as long as, um, I have... This friend, as long as I, I as long as i I can say that I have friends and I have people around me um I've realized that there are going to be many encounters that you're gonna have with people that just don't match up to you and that's fine that doesn't mean you must lower your standards as a matter of fact that is encouragement to show you that you must strengthen them or that you must reinforce them and be fine with the fact that you're gonna maybe have to wait a little bit longer to find people that you match up with like to find friends that you are equally yoked with to find a partner that you are equally yoked with when you are equally yoked is like when you basically have the same vision and you are in the same place and you desire very similar things in your lives um whether it's spiritual whether it's emotional whether it's mental whether it's whatever it is, you're equally yoked. And you can go and read about it a little bit more in the Bible where it explains it perfectly. But yeah, it's okay that you're going to have to wait. And that's probably what it's going to look like, having to wait a little bit longer because you aren't conforming to the ways of the world. You aren't um, wanting to rush into anything. And I'm going to say something else is that it is I, i'm going to say you you are going to probably have less people in your life when you decide that you're going to redefine what looks like what love looks like for you if you previously didn't really have a healthy idea of love and how to practice it and how to receive it from other people There are going to probably be less people in your life. Again, my own personal experience, um, you'll end up being a lot more picky with who you are wanting to have around you, what you are willing to take and tolerate and what you are willing to not take and tolerate. So yeah, it will be less friends. There might be a much longer period, a much longer waiting period when it comes to finding a suitable partner, but keep your standards where they are. Do not lower them keep them where they are some things really are that deep like some things are exceptionally deep and we shouldn't be taking them for granted and they should not be taken lightly um I'm just thinking about a few other things that are coming to mind right now (sighs) You know, there are some things, when I'm saying don't take certain things lightly, there are some things that we need to look at and see them for what they are. Like when a person shows you signs of a short temper and they are very quick to anger and they're impatient with you, tell them like they need to go for therapy please. It's like when you don't catch that thing at the beginning or you don't call it out at the beginning or you don't walk away at the beginning, you are opening a can of worms that is eventually going to tip over and it's going to affect the rest of your life or affect the rest of that relationship, you know. Um, Look at how people treat other people, how people speak about other people. Lately, it is that deep for me that when a man can speak of women in a certain way like swear at them and just say horrible things about them and like how it's a red flag for me when a woman is like all men are trash and all men are terrible people it's a red flag for me when a man is like bashing on women and and talking badly about them the whole time and calling them crazy I'm just like "Mm, yeah no So there are things that we just need to be wary of. (sighs) Like, don't be cool about someone that you're dating or your partner not being able to keep his eyes off other women when he is with you. Just know that nothing stops him from doing it in your absence and acting on it. Someone that makes you beg for the bare minimum. And by beg, I mean you constantly need to remind him or her, him. I'm talking about for women now, him if you are in a relationship with him, a romantic relationship, her if you're in friendship with her, you know, that you enjoy being affectionate with you, you enjoy that person being affectionate with you, or affirming you, or buying you roses, or spending more time together, like buying you flowers, or just like the way he or she speaks to you, if they are not hearing you, if they are not comprehending it, then please just go, walk, run. Don't beg people for things that they that you've asked them once for already don't beg someone forever and just see a person for who they really are when they show you at the beginning also something else last thing this one is on the man a man that is deeply out of touch with himself that lacks self-awareness that doesn't know how to love himself in healthy ways that isn't patient or kind gentle and doesn't know how to balance that out especially when it comes to fighting you know when you're fighting his choice of words during a fight flee run away run away we sometimes will create an idea or a version of a person in our heads or we'll see the potential that they have and think that oh i can wait for him to morph into this or i can wait for her to morph into this sometimes that's not how it it is going to end up being and you run the risk of wanting to or ending up playing god because you think that you can train a person change a person um what make a person do certain things and it doesn't work out that way it rarely does It really, really, rarely does. So, yeah, can we teach people things? Of course. Can we encourage people to do things? Of course. But, again, it mustn't come from a place of, I want to change this person. I saw their potential, so I want to change them. You need to be working with someone who wants to learn, who is wanting to receive what you are trying to show them well. So, yeah, like for me personally, someone who doesn't have a relationship with God and not a performative one, a real one, That's important. And if he doesn't, then it's a no from me. Like, even if he speaks perfect English and dresses well and says the right things and is well educated and he has his own, like, he's doing well for himself. For me, especially after being in a place where I've seen what life is like without God, I just cannot do it. I can't. So some things really are that deep. And some things can end up being the reason why you are constantly fighting with the other person. Or the things that mentally and emotionally cause you so much heartache. Red flags don't become green just because you wish they were green. They are still red. And we often know we deserve better. We really do. And when you can hear that little voice telling you, saying to you, but are you sure here? Get out. Don't, don't. Bargain with this. Please just do it. Please just do it. And sometimes I know that we can't necessarily hear it, but when you can't hear it, think of these things. I'm I'm about to just speak on these things that you can think about. Um or that you maybe need to pay closer attention to right now. Um Especially if you are necessarily in a place where you feel like you are getting the love that you deserve. Or you are giving yourself the love that you deserve. Yeah. When you get honest about your perspective of love. You'll begin to see things clearer. That's the one thing. That the problem you have with men is maybe the problem that you actually have with this specific person. With these specific people that have done this to you in the past. Sometimes it's a very personal perspective and like it's a very personal projection you know what I mean another thing is to stay away from bare minimum love <sighs> yeah don't give yourself bare minimum love and don't be okay with receiving bare minimum love for other people from other people if it's something that you've done and known all along and like you've had to fight real hard, fight real hard you don't get into the boxing ring for love then obviously it's going to be a challenge to unlearn that. I know, I really do. And when it feels lonely and it feels, or when it gets lonely and you are alone and you don't necessarily have as many people around here, you as you used to, you're just like, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I should have stayed where I was. But yeah, you've got to fight through that and fight through those thoughts and tell yourself that you are in a place where you're trying to redefine what love looks like for you because you have just been unha- unhappy. Like, if you could just remember that you've just been unhappy and that you could feel and you could see that this is not it, then I think that will be something to remind yourself to just keep moving towards what you want. You know? Another thing is staying away from settling. Like, like I said, don't just go for whatever. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait for what you are wanting for that standard that you have set for yourself you are gonna have to wait for it to be fulfilled it will probably be maybe a little bit more challenging I don't know I don't know if that's the right word to use but keep your standards repairing your relationship with yourself and love if you did not grow up seeing it you need to affirm that you deserve it you know and you need to like I said see see and seek healthy representations of love go to therapy man therapy helped me so so much when it came to just deconstructing and dissecting what love has looked like for me in the past and what it was growing up and what I want it to be for me for the rest of my life so therapy really really helped me it played a pivotal role um and again just with everything that you choose to consume just be mindful and just be careful and make sure that it is not things that are going to be reinforcing what you used to consider love as um yeah another thing is love being intentional and loving intentionally such an important thing especially to do for yourself like love yourself intentionally pour into yourself intentionally that's going to help you in pouring into others intentionally and expecting them to pour into you intentionally as well and that will be a standard that you would set for yourself and somebody and if somebody cannot meet it then you will be okay with walking away without holding anything against them you know wait on the right love I think that we don't talk about it enough, but waiting on the right love when it comes to friendship is also such another important thing. Oh my goodness, like the friendships that you choose to have, cultivate, um, they are going to play such a significant role in your life and you need to choose well and you need to wait on that and be okay with waiting it's I know how it feels because I have been there it can be so sad to see other women on social media like with their friends and in the caption you'll read we've been friends for this many years like we've been friends since varsity and now this person is going to be my maid of honor or we've been friends since high school and now this person is the godmother of my children, or. We've been friends since childhood and now we're opening a business together or we're going on a round the world trip together, you know. Of course, we are human and we want that and it's going to be hard to see if you are not in a position where you have that, but continue to wait. Let that be an inspiration for you. Um, yeah, again, it will be hard, but just be encouraged that if God can do it for These people then God can do it for you too. And keep praying about it. Um, And it's the same with romantic love. Be good with waiting. We are often in a rush. Because also I know societal timelines and pressures. Like you know especially when it comes to the getting married. Having kids thing. Um, But when your partner comes along. Is when your partner comes along. You can't rush it and you're not doing yourself any justice by just settling for whoever and whatever. You know what you want. So wait and be okay with waiting on the right love. And be okay with being alone while you wait, you know. Sometimes we just have to and that's just the way it is. Another big thing for me is cultivating love in who you are and in what you do. You invite so much love. You are making space for so much love when you are able to cultivate that within yourself. And ultimately, you can only love others as far as you love and see yourself. And your relationships will be a mirror. Don't try and also the dangers of settling and the dangers of just getting into friendship with whoever at whatever time is that you end up being in a place where it's not authentic and where you are doing things out of loneliness and, again, not out of love. And not out of being in a place where you love yourself enough to know what you deserve. Um, you just feel like if you don't go for this, you'll never get anything. And that's not true. Some things just need to be waited on and waited for. And, yeah, yeah. Either way, a relationship will be a mirror, one where you have settled and where you are running is going to show and bring to surface all of the things that you are not working on and that you're trying to avoid, and it's just going to become an unhealthy space. And in a healthy relationship, healthy friendship, healthy romantic relationship, healthy relationship um, with yourself, you are going to see that reflected it's going to show up in, again, your rea- your interactions with yourself and then your interactions with other people. So, yeah, you get to choose what you want to see in that mirror. Um, so, yeah, please take good care of yourself. Um, remember that you do deserve good love, healthy love, fulfilling love. And just give it a chance and give yourself a chance. Yeah. You deserve good love. You deserve healthy love. you got to tell, your, tell yourself that every single day, all the time. Yeah, this is where we are ending this week's episode. I spoke, hey? Like I spoke today. I spoke for real long. I really appreciate it. Thank you so, so much for being here. If you are trying to put anyone on, um, don't forget to let them know that a couple has a TikTok page where they can just test the waters it is at a cupful pod and otherwise if they're keen and interested to listen they can go over to spotify apple podcast google podcast amazon music Castbox, everywhere really and they will be able to listen to the pod to this episode <laughs> Yeah, thank you so, so much again for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Please have a lovely remainder of this week. Rest when you need to. Work when you need to. Be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Love up on yourself. Love up on others. Be okay with waiting for the love that you know that you deserve. And be okay with enjoying the love that you know that you deserve, that sits in front of you, that you have access to and most importantly don't forget to keep doing the things that fill your cup